Proverbs chapter 11, verse 7. When the wicked dies, his hope will perish, and the expectation of wealth perishes too. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but um, it seems strange to me how someone who is in the last years of their life, some even at death's door, can still be obsessed with obtaining more riches, or at least guarding uh, what little they have. We see this attitude every day, I think, among so many of the elderly. Maybe it's because they, they, they put it first place, wealth, uh, their whole life long. Society has even supported them in, in this. Make more money, get more stuff, buy more insurance. Uh, the best way to protect yourself from anything that comes your way is money. And you can logically make a good case for that. But they keep saying, get more, get more, get more. Um, so, uh, I mean, many people, they still value wealth. In their old age, uh, with just a few more years to go, surely. Uh, but wealth is still more important, even than... Um, their closest relationships, people they love. In uh, days gone by, many um, would worship idols carved out of wood. They would pray to those idols and sacrifice to them and hoping for a blessing, maybe uh, that their crops would be fruitful. Uh, money too is made out of wood. Uh, it's a byproduct of paper. Uh, and people still put their hope in it for uh, the few years that they're here on earth. But like our text says, when this person dies, their hope dies with them. This person who has hoped in money or wealth and, and, and things their whole life long. But on the other hand, when a follower of Christ dies, the, the greatest portion of their hope begins coming into and an unveiled reality. Though the kingdom of God has been it begun in our, their heart at conversion and, and a Christian, um, if you know Christ, you've been granted spiritual graces, uh, joy, peace, uh, so many, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, long-suffering, that uh, all, all these wonderful things that God has graciously allowed uh, you to have as a guarantee and a down payment of what is to come. Yet, with all that, there's so much more. I mean, God has given us already, uh, you know, immeasurable riches. And, and we don't even pick up God's word many times to, to internalize them and let God show us what he's given us. Um, but there's so much more to come, even. Uh, the death of the wicked, their, their hope dies with them but but our uh, reality is unveiled even more um, we'll we're going to be sharing God's glory with him in so many ways eternally he says all things are ours second um, Corinthians 4 beginning with 16 says this so we do not lose heart, 
though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. What a, a great contrast to the person whose hope was never satisfied in this world and, and neither had any confident expectation in the life to come. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for all the promises, Lord. Thank you for letting us, uh, giving us eyes to see Jesus as beautiful and good news for our soul, Lord. And, and Lord, thank you for your word that we can go to and, and our, our heart can be filled with the promises that you have made for us, Lord. And uh, just because uh, many of us, we might think that we, we already know what God's word says, but Lord, but you're the one that unlocks the mysteries to our heart, Lord. You're the one that shows us these immeasurable riches, Lord, that you have for us. Help us to, to trust you and go to you and go to your word for them every day, Lord. Thank you so much for them. Strengthen us. Give us peace. Give us joy in you and worship, Lord, and help us to share your glory with others today. In Jesus' name, amen.